Leviticus chapter 13. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man has on the skin of his body a swelling, a scab, or a bright spot, and it becomes on the skin of his body like a leprous sore, then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest, or to one of his sons the priest. The priest shall examine the sore on the skin of the body, and if the hair on the sore has turned white, and the sore appears to be deeper than on the skin of his body, it is a leprous sore. Then the priest shall examine him and pronounce him unclean. But if the bright spot is white on the skin of his body and does not appear to be deeper than the skin and its hair has not turned white, then the priest shall isolate the one who has sore, the sore seven days, and the priest shall examine him on the seventh day. And indeed, if the sore appears to be as it was and the sore has not spread on the skin, then the priest shall isolate him another seven days. Then the priest shall examine him again on the seventh day, and indeed if the sore has faded, and the sore has not spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is the only only a scab, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab should at all spread over the skin after he has seen the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen by the priest again. And if the priest sees the scab has indeed spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is leprosy. When the leprous sore is on a person, when he shall be brought to this, the priest, and the priest shall examine him, and indeed, if the swelling on the skin is white, and it has turned the hair white, and there is a spot of raw flesh in the swelling, it is an old leprosy on the skin of his body. The priest shall pronounce him unclean, and shall not isolate him, for he is unclean. And if leprosy breaks out all over the skin and the leprosy covers all the skin of the one who has the sore from the head to this to his foot wherever the priest looks then the priest shall consider and indeed if the leprosy has covered all of his body he shall pronounce him clean who has the sore it has all turned white he is he is clean but when raw flesh appears on him he shall be unclean and the priest shall examine the raw flesh and pronounce him him to be unclean for the raw flesh is unclean it is leprosy, or if the raw flesh changes and turns white again, he shall come to the priest, and the priest shall examine him, and indeed if the sore has turned white, then the priest shall pronounce him clean, who has the sore, he is clean. But if the body develops a boil in the skin, and it is healed, and in the place of the boil there comes a white swelling or a bright spot, reddish white, then it shall be shown to the priest, and if when the priest sees it, it indeed appears deeper than the skin, and its hair has turned white. The priest, priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore which has broken out of the boil. But if the priest examines it, and indeed there are no white hairs in it, and it is not deeper than the skin but has faded, then the priest shall isolate him seven days. And if it should at all spread over the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. But if the bright spot stays in one place and has not spread, it is the scar of the boil, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. Or if the body receives a burn on its skin by fire, and the raw flesh of the burn becomes a bright spot, reddish white or white, then the priest shall examine it. And indeed, if the hairs of the bright spot has turned white, and it appears deeper than the skin, it is leprosy broken out in the burn. Therefore, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. But if the priest examines it, and indeed there are no white hairs in the bright spot, and it is not deeper than the skin, but has faded, then the priest shall isolate him seven days. 
and a priest shall examine him on the seventh day, and it, it, if it has at all spread over the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous sore. But if the bright spot stays in one place and has not spread on the skin, but has faded, it is a swelling from the burn. The priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is the scar from the burn. If a man or a woman has a sore on the head or the beard, then the priest shall examine the sore. And indeed, if it appears deeper than the skin, and there is in it that thin yellow hair, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a scaly leprosy in the head or beard. But if the priest examines the scaly sore, and indeed it does not appear deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, then the priest shall isolate the one who has the scale seven days, and on the seventh day the priest shall examine the sore, and indeed if the scale has not spread, and there is no yellow hair in it, and the scale does not appear deeper than the skin, he shall shave himself, but the scale he shall not shave, and the priest shall isolate the one who has the scale another seven days. On the seventh day the priest shall examine the scale, and indeed if the scale has not spread over the skin and does not appear deeper than the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him a clean. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scale should be at all spread over the skin after his cleansing, then the priest shall examine him. And indeed, if the scale has spread over the skin and the priest need not seek for yellow hair, he is unclean. But if the scale appears to be at a standstill and there is a black hair grow, grown up in it, the scale has healed, he is clean, and the priest shall not shall pronounce him clean. If a man or a woman has bright spots on the skin of the body, specifically white bright spots, then the priest shall look, and indeed, if the bright spots on the skin of the body are dull white, it is a white spot that grows on the skin, he is clean. As for the man whose hair has fallen from his head, he is bald, but he is clean. He whose hair has fallen from his forehead, he is bald on the forehead, but he is clean. And if there is on the bald head or bald forehead a reddish-white sore, it is leprosy breaking out on his bald head or his bald forehead. Then the priest shall examine it. And indeed, if the swelling of the sore is reddish-white on his bald head or on his bald forehead, as the appearance of leprosy on the skin of the body... He is leprous. He is a leprous man. He is unclean. The priest shall surely pronounce him unclean. His sore on, is on his head. Now the leper on whom the sore is, his clothes shall be torn and his head bare, and he shall cover his mustache and cry, Unclean, unclean. He shall be unclean all the days he has the sore. He shall be unclean. He is unclean, and he shall dwell alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. Also, if a garment has a leprous plague in it, whether it is a woolen garment or a linen garment, whether it is in the warp or woof of linen or wool, whether in leather or in anything made of leather, and if the plague is greenish or reddish in the garment or in the leather, whether in the warp or in the woof or in anything made of leather, it is a leprous plague and shall be shown to the priest. The priest shall examine the plague and isolate that which has the plague seven days, and he shall examine the plague on the seventh day. If the plague has spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the wolf, in the leather or in anything made of leather, the plague is an act of leprosy. 
it is unclean, he shall therefore burn that garment in which in the plague, whether warp or woof, in wool or in linen, or anything of leather, for it is an act of leprosy, the garment shall be burned in the fire. But if the priest examines it, and indeed the plague has not spread in the garment, either in the warp or in the woof or in anything made of leather, then the priest shall command that they wash the thing in which is the plague, and he shall isolate it another seven days. Then the priest shall examine the plague after it has been washed, and indeed if the plague has not changed its color, though the plague has not spread, it is unclean, and you shall burn it in the fire. It continues eating away, whether the damage is outside or inside, if the priest examines it, and indeed the plague has faded after washing it. Then he shall tear it out of the garment, whether out of the warp or out of the wolf or out of the leather. But if it appears again in the garment, either in the warp or in the wolf or in anything made of leather, it is a spreading plague. You shall burn with fire that in which is the plague. And if you wash the garment, either warp or wolf or whatever is made of leather, if the plague has disappeared from it, then it shall be washed a second time and shall be clean. This is the law of the leprous plague in a garment of wool or linen, either in the warp or woof or in anything made of leather, to pronounce it clean or to pronounce it unclean. Levit Leviticus chapter 14. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This shall be in the law of the leper for the day of his cleansing. He shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall go out of the camp, and the priest shall examine him. And indeed, if the leprosy is healed in the leper, then the priest shall command to take for him who is to be cleansed two living and clean birds, cedar wood, scarlet, and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living bird, he shall take it, the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop, and dip them and have in the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water, and he shall sprinkle it seven times on him who is to be cleansed from the leprosy, and shall pronounce him clean, and shall let the living bird loose in the open field. He who is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes, shave off all his hair, and wash himself in water, and he made and he may be clean. After that he shall come into the camp, and shall stay outside his tent seven days. But on the seventh day he shall shave all the hair off his head, and his beard, and his eyebrows. All his hair he shall shave off. He shall wash his clothes, and wash his body in water, and he shall be clean. And on the eighth day he shall take two male lambs without blemish, one ewe lamb, of the first year without blemish, three-tenths of an ephah, ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, and one log of oil. Then the priest who makes him clean shall present the man who is to be made clean, and those things before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. And the priest shall take one male lamb and offer it as a trespass offering, and the log of oil, and wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then he shall kill the lamb in the place where he kills the sin offering and the burnt offering in a, uh, in a holy place. For as the sin offering is the priest, so is the trespass offering. It is most holy. The priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot. And the priest shall take some of the log of oil and pour it into the palm of his own left hand. 
Then the priest shall dip it right, his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and shall sprinkle some of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord and of the rest of the oil in his hand. And the priest shall put some on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of the right foot on the blood of the trespass offering. The rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed. So the priest shall make atonement for him who before the Lord. Then the priest shall offer the sin offering and make atonement for him who is to be cleansed from his uncleanness. Afterward, he shall kill the burnt offering and the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the grain offering on the altar. So the priest shall make atonement for him and he shall be clean. But if he is poor and cannot afford it, then he shall take one male lamb as a trespass offering to be waived to make atonement for him one-tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, a log of oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, such as he is able to afford. One shall be a sin offering and other a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest on the eighth day for his cleansing to the door of the tabernacle of meeting before the Lord and the priest shall take the lamb of the trespass offering and the log of oil and the priest shall wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then he shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering and the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and put it on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed on the thumb of his right hand and on the big toe of his right foot and the priest shall pour some of the oil into the palm of his own left hand then the priest shall sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the lord and the priest shall put some of the oil that is in the hand in his hand on the tip of the right ear of him who is to be cleansed on the thumb of the right hand and on the big toe of his right foot on the place of the blood of the trespass offering the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall put on the head of him who is to be cleansed to make atonement for him before the lord and he shall offer one of the turtle doves uh, or young pigeons such as he can afford such as he is able to afford the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering with the grain offering so the priest shall make atonement for him who is to be cleansed before the lord this is the law of one who had a leprous sore, who cannot afford the usual cleansing. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When you have come into the land of Canaan, which I give you as a possession, and I put the leprous plague in a house in the land of your possession, and he who owns the house comes and tells the priest, saying, It seems to me that there is some plague in the house. Then the priest shall command that they empty the house before the priest goes into examine the plague that all that is in the house may not be made unclean and afterward the priest shall go in to examine the house and he shall examine the plague and indeed if the plague is on the walls of the house with ingrained streaks greenish or reddish which appear to be deep in the wall then the priest shall go to the house to the door of the house and shut up the house seven days and the priest shall come again on the seventh day and look and indeed if the plague has spread on the walls of the house then the priest shall command that they take away the stones in which is the plague and they shall cast them into an unclean place outside the city and he shall cause the house to be scraped inside all around and the dust that they scrape off they shall pour out in an unclean place outside the city then they shall take other stones and put them in the place 
of those stones and he shall take other mortar and plaster the house. Now, if the plague comes back and breaks out in the house after he has taken away the stones, after he has scraped the house and after it is plastered, then the priest shall come and look. And indeed, if the plague has spread in the house, it is an active leprosy in the house. It is unclean. And he shall break down the house, its stones, its timber, and all the plaster of the house. And he shall carry them outside the city to an unclean place. Moreover, he who goes into the house at all while it is shut up shall be unclean until evening. And he who lies down in the house shall wash his clothes. And he who eats in the house shall wash his clothes. But if the priest comes in and examines it, and indeed the plague has not spread in the house after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, because the plague is healed, and he shall take to cleanse the house two birds, cedar, wood, scarlet, and hyssop. Then he shall kill one of the birds, is in an earthenware vessel over running water, and he shall take the cedar wood, the hyssop, the scarlet, and the living birds, and dip them in the blood of the slain bird, and in the running water, and the sprinkle the house seven times, and he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird, and on the running water, and the living bird, with the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet. Then he shall let the living bird loose outside the city in the open field and make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This is the law for any leprous sore and scale for the leprosy of a garment of a house for a swelling and a scab and a bright spot to teach when it is unclean and when it is clean. This is the law of leprosy. Leviticus chapter 15. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and say to them, When any man has a discharge from his body, his discharge is unclean, and this shall be his uncleanness in regard to his discharge, whether his body runs with his discharge or his body is stopped up by his discharge. It is his uncleanness, every bed and uncleanness, is unclean on which he who has the discharge lies and everything on which he sits shall be unclean and whoever touches his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening he who sits on anything on which he has who has this discharge sat shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening and he who touches the body of him who has the discharge shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. If he who has the discharge spits on him who is clean, when he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening, any saddle on which he who has the discharge rides shall be unclean, whoever touches anything who that was under him who shall be unclean until evening he who carries any of those things shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening and whomever the one who has the discharge touches and has not rinsed his hands in water he shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening the vessel of earth that who has the discharge touches shall be broken, and every vessel of wood shall be rinsed in water. And when he who has a discharge is cleansed of his discharge, when he shall count for himself seven days, 
for his cleansing, wash his clothes and bathe his body in running water. Then he shall be clean. On the eighth day, he shall take for himself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and come before the Lord to the door of the tabernacle of meeting and give them to the priest. Then the priest shall offer them the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. The priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord because of of his discharge. If any man has an emission of semen, then he shall wash all his body in water and be unclean until evening, and any garment and any leather on with on which there is semen, it shall be washed with water and be unclean until evening. Also when a woman lies with a man and there is an emission of semen, they shall bathe in water and be unclean until evening. If a woman has a discharge and the discharge from her body is blood, she shall shall set apart seven days and whoever touches her shall be unclean until evening. Everything that that she lies on during her impurity shall be unclean. Also, everything that she sits on shall be unclean. Whoever touches her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. And whoever touches anything that the that she sat on shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. If anything is on her bed or on anything on which she sits, when he touches it, he shall be unclean until evening. And if any man lies with her at all, so that her impurity is on him, he shall be unclean seven days. And every bed on which he lies shall be unclean. If a woman has a discharge of blood for many days, other than at the time of her customary impurity, or if it runs beyond her usual time of impurity, and the days of her unclean discharge shall be as the days of her customary impurity, she shall be unclean. Every bed on which she lies on the days of her discharge shall be to her as the bed of her impurity, and whatever she sits on shall be unclean, and as the uncleanness of her impurity, whoever touches those things shall be unclean. He shall wash his clothes and bathe in water and be unclean until evening. But if she is cleansed of her discharge, then she shall count for herself seven days, and after that she shall be clean. And on the eighth day she shall take her for herself two turtle doves or two young pigeons and bring them to the priest to the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Then the priest shall offer the one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. And the priest shall make atonement for her before the Lord for the discharge of her uncleanness, that you shall separate the children of Israel from her uncleanness, lest they die in their uncleanness when they defile my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law for one who has a discharge and for him who emits semen and is unclean thereby and for her who is indisposed because of her customary impurity and for one who has a discharge, either man or woman, and for him who lies with her who is unclean.